Now, get ready for Ted Sobel's Excellent Sports Adventure. Excellent! On today's Excellent Show, we've got the play-by-play men for the Stanley Cup champion Los Angeles Kings, Bob Miller and Nick Nixon. Now, from Sports USA, get ready for Ted Sobel's Excellent Sports Adventure. Bob, how much fun is this to uh, do it again two times in three years? I mean, it's, it's almost unthinkable, isn't it? It really is, and it's so much fun again to see everybody enjoy seeing the banner raised. You know, when you went through all those years and thought, will I ever see that? Then you see it, and then it's two years and two days later you're doing it again. So it, uh, I don't think it ever gets old to Kings fans to see the Stanley Cup. I always enjoy just watching the look on the fans' faces when they see the cup, you know, it's its priceless, really. It really is. It's going to be a great time tonight. Yeah, and it's really about the fans, though, too, isn't it, tonight, to be able to celebrate and get things going. What do you think is going to be the reaction? Is it going to be, almost be like a playoff game here tonight, you think? Well, I think everybody's a little uh, leery about the way things turned out a couple of years yeah. ago against Chicago when you have the ceremony. Uh, which was a longer ceremony than we're going to have tonight. Right. But, um, and then you wonder, what is San Jose thinking? You know, this is really something to have a three-game lead and blow it and then be the first team to come back the night that the team raises the banner. So it's going to be interesting to see their reaction on the San Jose part. Yeah, I don't think there's uh, any team that's going to be playing tonight is going to have more motivation than they will. I know. Right? And I wondered, is, is Todd McClellan, the coach, going to make him sit on the bench and watch the banner being raised? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think the theory was that would almost embarrass your team. Yeah, I think you're so right. he'll keep them in the locker room, and uh, uh, hopefully they'll cool off and the Kings will be ready. I think the Kings are going to be more ready to play after the ceremony tonight than they were two years ago. They better be, right? Yeah, I think they were right. down 3 nothing the last time. Weren't they early? Yeah, in earlier. 5 five nothing at one point, was wasn't it? Really? it? I don't know. I, I just remember it was over early. Yeah, I know. I, I've kind of blocked it out of my <laughs> mind, too. <laughs> what about this team this year, though, coming in? It's almost exactly the same. That is so unusual in any sport, especially hockey. I think it's a great tribute to Dean Lombardi that he's been able to do this in the salary cap era where you come to a point where maybe you don't have room or money to sign a certain player and you have to let him go. Yeah. He has worked everything out, or he's kept everybody with the exception of Willie Mitchell, who was a free agent, but he's worked it out where he's signed players to long-term contracts, signed Marion Gabrick, which was a priority right off the bat, and uh, uh, he's done a marvelous job in this area. You, you look back to when Chicago first won it, yeah. 2010, not first, but lately, and had to get rid of eight or nine players and had to just rip their team apart because they didn't have room to sign them. Dean's done an unbelievable job in this era. And we've talked about this before, but being built for the playoffs is what I said they were last year. Well, they're the same team, so why would it be any different now? But the difference is you got Gabrick for the long run. Sure, and, and that looks good. However, when people say to me, oh, you'll win it again, everybody's back. If it was that easy, it'd be done uh, a lot sooner than 1997-98. And, you know, you never know from year to year in any sport what's going to happen. And uh, uh, you know that Daryl Sutter coaches for the playoffs. Yes. We've all seen this week how little the regular season means and how much the playoffs mean once you get in there. Last thing, uh, how do you compare your two rings? 
Well, I like uh, both of them. I like the first <laughs> one because it was the first one. This one I've got on now is a little more bling to it, and uh, uh, it is it's spectacular. They're both spectacular. You know, when you never thought you'd ever see one, seeing two of them is outstanding. Yeah, I was always thinking, though, the way the guys want it, I think that just makes oh. it so much more special. The first one's the first one forever, and the way you won the last one, that'll never happen again in any sport. Yeah, two separate ways to win the Stanley Cup. The first one in 2012 just ran through everybody. That was unexpected. Right. An eighth seed running through everybody and, and winning the Cup. And then last season, being behind and seven times if they'd have lost a game, they were out. And they won all seven of those. Three game sevens on the road, come from behind in games and in series. I mean, it was really unbelievable. And a lot of writers said, I don't think another team will ever win the Stanley Cup in this manner again. By the way, I asked Nick uh, Nixon about the emotions of the night, and do you think he might shed a tear? Or he says, well, I'm really caught up in my work. He says, but there's no crying in hockey. And I said, I don't know. Bob Miller and I seem to cry a lot when this happens. <laughs> I mean, you got to have to hold back tonight, huh? Well, I hope I don't cry tonight because I'm going to be out at center ice doing the ceremony. It's going to be embarrassing to be crying at center ice in front of 18,000 No people. crying in hockey? Not tonight. Okay. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Appreciate the time. Ted Sobel's excellent sports adventure will continue right after this. You just heard from the L.A. Kings television play-by-play guy, Bob Miller. Up next, it's the radio side of things with Nick Nixon. Stay tuned on Sports USA. If you or your family love the freedom of swimming any time of year, if you love sharing good times and making great memories, or if you want one of the best total body workouts ever, then it's time to discover the three C's of your very own endless pool. The first C is convenience. Imagine swimming year-round in your own private swimming pool, installed indoors or out, just steps away. The second C is comfort. With sculpted spa seats and your own adjustable temperature, you can easily escape the stress of your day. And the third C is cost. Your endless pool is an affordable luxury at a fraction of the cost of a regular pool. And here's a bonus C, choice. Because when you call for your free endless pool idea kit, you'll receive information on our full line of pools to suit your budget and location. Call now for your free information. 800-787-3019. 800-787-3019. We're back with more of Ted Sobel's excellent sports adventure. Now, Ted talks to the LA Kings radio play-by-play man, Nick Nixon, on Sports USA. Nick Nixon, you, amongst a couple of other guys around here, have to appreciate this more than most because of all those years and all those decades that went by and now two and three years. And I can only say one word, it's unbelievable. It really is, uh, Ted. Uh, patience is a virtue, <laughs> needless to say, for Kings fans and for uh, people like myself who've uh, covered the team for all of these years. But it's really been remarkable. Uh, you look at all the exciting games the Kings have played in the last three playoffs. If you're a fan, what a great time to be a fan, obviously. Winning it in 2012 and the fashion they did where they brought us things we had never seen before in the Stanley Cup playoffs, up 3 nothing in every series. Ten straight road wins, eighth seed, uh, winning the Stanley Cup for the first time. And then last spring, uh, the 2014 Cup, an about face. Uh, and again, stuff we have never seen in the playoffs from any team and are likely never to see again. 
down 3 nothing in the first round. That, of course, starts it off, uh, down 3-0 to San Jose, and then uh, responding and, and winning that series, winning three game sevens on the road, down 2 nothing in three straight games in the playoffs, in very important games, the seventh game in Chicago in games one and two of the final, and, and winning all three in overtime. So, yeah, I don't know what else this team can face, especially in the playoffs, that we haven't seen already, but maybe there's something out there that we just haven't thought of. And as hard as it is to win this thing, the way they want it probably makes it even more special and you can appreciate it more because you know how difficult it is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's the hardest trophy to win in professional sports. And coming out of the Western Conference, you know, the Kings were a favorite last year, but so was San Jose, their first-round opponent. Uh, so was Anaheim, their second-round opponent. So was Chicago, the reigning defending. I mean, the road to, to the Stanley Cup championship uh, was very difficult for the Kings, and, and they took it to the limit, and uh, they found a way to get it done uh, in those Game 7s uh, in San Jose, in Anaheim, and in Chicago. What about the festivities today and how that's going to lead up into this game? And just the fans, they can be so involved in this. Yeah, it's special, and, and I think the players know it's a special night. Uh, they helped raise the banner two years ago, and then I think uh, got caught up in all of that excitement a bit too much and came out and fell behind in the first period to Chicago 3 nothing and lost the game. I think it'll be a little different here tonight. The, the players, they all know what to expect. I think the ceremony will be a little bit shorter. I think that's what the players uh, wanted. Uh, they want to get the rafters uh, painted with a new banner and then uh, get on to the business of starting a new season and, and, and trying to become the first team since 1998 to win back-to-back -back titles. What did you see so far from camp from these guys? Because it's almost exactly the same team except for a couple of new faces, and that's unusual too, uh, especially after – I mean, there's always a transition period. There's not much here. Yeah, uh, in the cap era, uh, very unusual for a team that wins to come back and have – pretty much the exact roster. Uh, you go back to 2010 when Chicago won it. To start the next year, half their team was gone because they couldn't keep everybody because of the dollars. But uh, the only player that is not back that played in a playoff game for the Kings last year is Willie Mitchell. And the Kings knew they were going to lose him. He's an older player. He was an unrestricted free agent. Uh, good luck to Willie in, in Florida for this year and, and next year. He's got a two-year deal there. But Certainly, uh, in talking to general manager Dean Lombardi during training camp, there are two ways to approach it uh, when you win. Do you kind of change up things to keep it fresh, or do you maintain the stability? And obviously, Dean feels that maintaining the stability is huge. And uh, you look at the roster here for opening night, really from the forwards to the defense to the goaltender, Jonathan Quick, it's like you're back here watching the playoffs last spring. And you know as well as anybody, hockey guys, they don't need to be motivated in a different way than other athletes. I mean, they're, they're unusual the way they are, but to win the way they did but come back and be almost the same team, where is going to be that extra we-need-to-do-it-again kind of a thing? Well, I think they all realize, because now they've won two cups in the last three years, I think they all realize that they have an opportunity to really – etch their names into Stanley Cup history. Uh, the last team to win back-to-back -back titles was Detroit, and that was 15 years ago. So it's not easy to repeat in the NHL, especially with the salary cap. There hasn't been a team that's won three cups in four years in almost 25 years. You go back to the Edmonton Oilers who won it in 90, 88, and 87. So 
it's an opportunity for the players on this team right now heading into the new season. To me, that's the motivation. When they finally are old and gray and look back at uh, all they've accomplished, to see that maybe they won so many cups in such a short period of time, that would be, to me, one of the most impressive things about anybody's career. And by the way, is it a little extra special that it's the Sharks in tonight, too, after what happened? <laughs> well, I'm told that was a little bit by design by the <laughs> NHL. Um, why not? You yeah. know, uh, San Jose's uh, been knocking on the door. They just can't get through it. Um, maybe their time will come in the next couple of years. Of course, uh, if you're a Kings fan, you want to have them wait a little bit longer than that. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I think uh, this adds a little bit more to it uh, because uh, San Jose uh, has been a, well, it's, it's been one of the better teams in the regular season in the last eight, ten years in the NHL. The playoffs, unfortunately, have uh, not been kind to them. But, uh, yeah, this is the way it should start, a division rival, uh, two very good teams, uh, two teams that went into the uh, playoff uh, tournament last year with a chance to win it all they were favorites among a lot of peoples and as it uh, as it turned out that the kings were the their survivors of, of that very tough western conference last thing will you feel maybe a couple of tears coming in when they're raising that banner tonight do you think somewhere um i'll, I'll be emotional but like someone said what was it like uh, when the, the clock was winding down in 2012 and the kings were going to win it you know i still had work to do uh, yeah. you know you know, you're, you're on the air, you've got a job to do, and, you know, there, there's, uh, there's not too much time when you're on the air to get emotional. And besides, Ted, there's no crying in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden. <laughs> right. Enjoy it, man. Good to see you. Thanks, Ted. Thanks for listening to Ted Sobel's Excellent Sports Adventure. Excellent! Tune in next week for another great interview with some of the biggest names in sports. Don't forget, you can follow Ted Sobel on Twitter at Ted Sobel Sports. Plus, you can check out our other podcasts from Joe Morgan, Jake Plummer, Lee Steinberg, Jimmy Vaccaro, and Fred Dreyer on SportsUSAMedia.com, PodcastONE.com, iTunes, and the TuneIn app for your smartphone. This is Sports USA.